0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Grad Life. Today we have Dan Thornberg on the podcast and he'll be speaking to us about his company Flutter. Flutter is a technology company that helps connect candidates and employers in the entry-level job hiring process. The app offers quite a different approach to hiring and I'm looking forward to discussing why with Dan here today. So good afternoon Dan, how are you getting on?
1: Doing well, doing well Holly, how about yourself?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. In the middle of my exams at the moment, so I'm very much looking forward to the Christmas break.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited for some uh, for some family time and a little break away from the action as well. So
0: yeah, absolutely. So I believe I'm speaking to you from the states at the moment. Whereabouts are you based?
1: Uh, so we're based right outside of New York City uh, in uh, the state of Connecticut. Um, so not too far about an hour out from the city.
0: Nice, very cool. Great. So before we get into Flutter, do you maybe want to start off by telling the listeners just maybe a little bit about yourself, a little bit of background?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my name is Dan Thornburg, um, entrepreneur, uh, been building companies now for 12 years. My first company was a landscaping company out in the States here. Um, since uh, I've since grown it to about 20-something employees, um, mostly entry-level type employees, uh, people that are just out of school or, you know, high school or college or university um, and, uh, you know, kind of uh, entry level talent. And um, but yes, yeah, so I started that company about 12 years ago and uh, the newer company is Flutter. That's why we're here to talk today. So
0: great. yeah. Landscaping seems very different to obviously what you're doing today. So I can't wait to hear a little bit more about how you made that transition. Um, But yeah, as you mentioned, bringing it back to Flutter, I'm sure listeners would love to know a little bit more about the app and how it could potentially benefit them. So do you want to tell us about Flutter and I guess what it is?
1: Definitely. So Holly, Flutter is a video-based employment marketplace that gives companies the ability to find and hire entry-level talent faster than ever before.
0: Great. And I suppose how exactly... Does it benefit candidates, and then on the other hand, how does it benefit employers by using your app?
1: Absolutely. So, from the candidate perspective, Flutter is free. Um, so you can go on the App Store, Google Play Store, and download it. Um, from there, you can go on and practice, inter- practice answering interview questions that you're actually going to be asked. Um, you know, an HR from an HR perspective, um, and. Um, It really allows candidates to be able to present beyond their resume or their CV um, in a way that's never been offered before, because typically um, companies are looking at stacks of resumes and there's no way for entry level talent to really differentiate themselves being that they've just graduated and they're kind of going into uh, the market for the first time. So we wanted to create something that would allow people to really express themselves, be able to almost look people in the eyes and show how they uh, are from a confidence perspective as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Now, I certainly myself haven't come across an app that allows you to upload videos of yourself. So that's a great idea. Um, But I suppose, could you try and explain how the app might work for someone who's never used footer before like what would the interface look like for a candidate for example
1: yeah definitely so once you download the app um, all you would have to do is click on the question category that you're interested in so uh, we have different question categories from behavioral to experience based questions uh, questions about uh, problem solving time management skills um, uh, dreams and aspirations um, so these are not your typical kind of interview like brick by brick type questions like these are questions that really give the candidate the ability to differentiate themselves and make themselves uh, a little bit more um, exciting to a potential hiring manager who's used to just reading uh, resumes or CVs all day.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was going to ask you about next was the types of questions that candidates will be answering on their profile. So firstly, could you maybe give us a few examples of like the kinds of questions they'd be answering?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, what we did when we built this was we kind of figured out, we talked to hiring managers from a a variety of different industries um, and from different occupations. And uh, we asked them, we said, you know, what types of questions really help you to identify a good entry level candidate? Because, again, these are candidates that aren't, they don't have much experience, they don't have much. Uh, I guess, um, a, a lot of them, there's, there's very little experience and there's very little time in the actual occupation. So uh, for us, we wanted to make sure that we were focusing on the entry level type questions. And a lot of the entry level questions that people, the hiring managers wanted to hear or wanted to learn about uh, these potential candidates were based on uh, experience, opinion type questions, work fit, how do these people, how will this candidate fit within my operation? And again, these are the outside, outside the box type questions that uh, most people are almost a little bit uncomfortable in answering because they've never, they've never really answered them before. Um, so uh, I can give you a couple of our categories. One of the categories is experience and competitive advantage. So like. You know, you could talk about the experience that you have, if you have any. But then beyond that, it says, okay, what is your competitive advantage? It could be that you know you work well with others, you've got experience um, based on different clubs and organizations that you that you've kind of been a part of, um, and your ability to express this and your ability to kind of look, you know, look at the camera, look the other person in the eye is just it's unmatched, really. Um, and it also like from a candidate perspective. You know there's no pressure right so like if you mess up on your question or your answer um the first time you can easily just re-record yourself and this actually helps you in presentation skills as well because now it's not like there's a zero pressure environment and that's one thing that we wanted to make sure um was that candidates felt comfortable and they felt confident in their ability to to kind of show who they really are to employers through our app
0: yeah, and are the video questions, for example, would they be the same for each candidate, or can they tailor the questions to answer those that might suit them more and play to their strengths more?
1: Yeah, so candidates have the ability to choose through uh, a bunch of different categories. It's actually seven categories. Another co- another categories goals and ambitions, right? So you can talk about, you know, where do you see yourself going in the future? How do you see yourself? How do you motivate yourself moving forward? Um, and a workplace environment and we have hundreds literally hundreds of questions that candidates can choose from so they have complete freedom like to walk through and, and experience the app in whatever way they feel most is going to help them mostly um and it's going to uh create it creates almost a free-to-play type environment where people can kind of walk through and, and learn and grow as as they feel um as they feel they need to
0: and from the employer's end of things Do they choose questions that they are looking for candidates to answer, or would they come across profiles and sort of just absorb the information that they're being given from that candidate?
1: So employers that we partner with have the option of adding in their own questions, if need be. Uh, What we found as we've talked to some of these early stage employers is that most of the questions that they're asking are already within our platform. Again, being that we're just that we're interviewing for entry level hires, um, it's again a different type of question that we'd be asking in most cases. But the employers actually like the fact that we've got them covered, so there's no extra work from an employer side. Um, they can just kind of sign up and get started instantly.
0: Great. And what kinds of industries do you find most employers are coming from? And then on the other hand. Are most of the candidates going for the same types of entry level jobs, or is there much variety in the industries that are on offer?
1: So, early stage, we're we're partnering, we're creating <laughs> partnerships with employment um, and uh, employment type organizations in the state, um, and we're starting with Connecticut again. We're an early stage company, so um, we're working on. Uh, Uh, different organizational type partnerships and there's some some bigger industries within our state Uh, Connecticut boat and uh, a few other uh, bigger type manufacturing organizations so early stage I would say manufacturing is big that's something that they're trying to push in Connecticut Um, and so we're building our system and we're adding candidates and then the beauty of our system is because we go candidates first, we can then take the candidates that we have and match them to the employers that we're looking to. So, So we start our marketing towards the actual employers that are looking to hire whatever our base level of candidate is.
0: I see. So your app is able to sort of act as a middleman between trying to match up the correct candidates with the right employers. So my understanding is it, how would it work as in an employer? Would they go on the app, you know, write out all of things that they're looking for and then candidates will be matched to that or are they just kind of looking for the candidates themselves
1: so um we think of this as as more of a a proactive approach to hiring whereas like the current system is so reactive um you know big competitors that we have like indeed monster.com um in most cases these people these companies what they do is they actually require a company to um, send in a job description. And which is kind of uh, it's kind of off balance in a way because like it takes time for these hiring managers to create these job descriptions, to create these profiles for their companies. And then they, they put them out there and then they're waiting on these candidates to come to them. With our platform, after a candidate creates a profile and answers some questions and makes their profile live, it's almost like there's no more that a candidate really needs to do once their once profile is live. Now the companies can instantly search for somebody that they're looking for. They can search uh, using a variety of different metrics. It could be, okay, do you have a driver's license? Um, are you uh, capable of remote work? Um, are you paid capable of coming into the office? How often would you like to work? What's your location that's based on either uh, city town Uh, postal code or in the U.S. it's zip code. Um, And um, so there's a a bunch of different ways that companies can find their perfect candidate. And we consider it's almost like a hands-off approach from the candidate perspective, you know, upload your questions, you know, show the ones that you're most confident in, and then allow companies to come to you.
0: Yeah, I see. So you're really kind of negating that time commitment that usually is required on both ends from employers and employees. Um, So my next question, you kind of probably partially answered there, but how did you feel there was a gap in the market for this type of platform or how did you come up with this idea to begin with?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, well, let's go back to the fact that I own a landscaping company. And one thing that I was always having trouble with was finding and sourcing entry level talent. I would go to the existing resources and I would create job posts and I would get bombarded with... Uh, resumes and CVs of people that just weren't a really good fit. Um, uh, for a funny story, for you know, I put a landscaping post up a few years back uh, looking for a landscape labor position, um, again, early stage entry level. And I got one candidate who came through who, you know, on their resume wrote, you know, I have, I'm expecting a baby in two months. And um, obviously not the perfect you know, long-term type candidate that I'm looking for. Um, but this is the type of candidates that you get through these existing resources. Um, and so we were like, we have to change this. This is not gonna be an effective way. This this old way, um, which is a very one-sided approach to, hire, to hiring people, it just doesn't work. And these companies dominate the industry. We think that there's that there's such a gap that we need to fill. And if we can create a uh, solution for companies to be able to cut, say, 50 percent of the hiring time on entry level hires out, then I think we're, we're really doing a good service to those companies.
0: Absolutely. And I'm personally not familiar with any other platforms that seem to have this strategy where you can upload a video of yourself i don't know of any in particular myself but if you do have competitors um do you first of all and if you do how do you differentiate yourself from those companies
1: yeah so i think i mean from a hiring perspective there's always going to be competitors um we've got of course the big one indeed is a huge competitor of ours um and they dominate everything right now Um, The way that their platform works is it's more of a it's almost like google has uh, it's like a pay-per-click model um, for hiring and um, again it's one very very one-sided it's um, where again the companies create these job descriptions and these company profiles and and, uh, kind of put them out there and then indeed gets paid based on uh, candidates actually answering their answering their job posts. So every time a company posts and a candidate responds to that post, indeed gets paid. So they're, they get paid and their incentive is to get as many candidates to these companies as possible. Whether or not these candidates are actually good fits is they don't really care in, in a way. So in um, monster.com is very similar to that. Um, uh, a, there's a few different subscription-based services. But nothing is out there that is, you know, has the capability and the, the ability to grow like Flutter does from the, you know, from the video perspective, from the ability to like create these videos and have the filtering in place to, to really make these matches. Also, a lot of companies are going the AI way, which is more, um, we're gonna take, uh, we're gonna show you your best candidate. And I can tell you from my experience working with a lot of these companies. And hiring through these different companies, that a lot of times the suggest the suggestive AI that they have built, which says, "Okay, here's a good candidate that we think is going to be a good a good person for your, uh, going to be a good fit for your company." And most times they're not. So, um, so that's another reason why, like, we feel that giving companies the ability to search and filter very quickly and easily is uh, is going to change the market.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize. That's how those bigger platforms operated. So it's nice that employers will be able to go onto Flutter and, you know, outline what they want in a candidate and be able to find that themselves. So back to the app, um, in terms of building the app, I personally have zero experience with this sort of technology. So how did you find this experience? Did you have any prior experience with app building or how was the entire learning process for you?
1: So one thing that I've done that was that I would recommend for any entrepreneur, early stage entrepreneur, or anybody that was building something like this is to really stack your deck with good people. Um, so we built one thing I did early stage was I created an advisory board that had you know everything from like technology to HR type people in there, people who have uh, sales base in education marketing and hiring um, and hiring candidates um, and. By doing that, I was able to connect with the right people who actually said, you know, here's what you need to do to build this thing. And here's somebody who you should talk to, which is actually how we match with our CTO because I had very little app building experience myself um, beyond spending a lot of money early stage on other projects um, in most cases to be just um, bombarded, bombarded with hidden costs. So like what we did here was we hired a CTO and we hired them using equity so that way they have they have skin in the game and they want this thing to be as successful as possible we're not just another client that they're just collecting a paycheck from like their time is directly their t- time is directly going to be incentivized by our ability to make this company a success so that was kind of how we built the tech it was more of just you know good connections to good people who hooked us up with an equity-based partner who's now our CTO and co-founder.
0: Yeah, and so you obviously have a lot of other people responsible for the nitty-gritty parts of making this happen, but how much input do you find you have in how the app runs?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, weekly. So, So my input, and I could say that my input would probably not be the best, but what we've done is we've created beta tests in circumstances where Candidates can actually, like, we're always getting candidate feedback about the app. So um, as we're growing, where we've got just the systems in place where we're consistently getting that feedback, which we could then send directly to our tech team, and we're modifying and growing on a, on a daily basis. So we're constantly running uh, bug patches and, and app uh, reinstalls to the stores. And um, it's just something that's been successful for us not always easy to manage but with the right softwares that are out there today it makes it a lot easier um yep
0: and in the beginning um were there many challenges you faced in getting this up and running
1: oh let's see so the first and biggest problem is always funding right so um putting together funding for a startup is not easy um we've Been fortunate enough to be in to have been able to bootstrap a lot of this because of the fact that the technology we've got a co founder that's actually our CTO building the tech but. um, You know early stage, you know it's a chicken or the egg kind of right because our marketplace has two different. We have to have two different marketing strategies one towards the companies and one towards the candidates, but also we think it's doable because. From an early stage, we're just marketing to the candidates. So, um, I mentioned earlier how we're starting uh, really, really with a tight geofenced area for our marketing. And when we, by doing that, we can have all these candidates come in. We can test the app with real candidates that are working through this, and then they can actually, and then we can target the companies that are looking to hire based on the amount of candidates that are looking for certain jobs whether it's manufacturing programming or anything like that Um, but something i didn't mention earlier is that through our app for candidates they get graded by real hr professionals on the back end so if a candidate was to download the app choose a question answer some questions as soon as they hit submit they're actually going to get feedback from real hr pros on the back end so that's kind of like something that we offer that again no one else offers because if you were going to get feedback or coaching from an hr pro you're going to be paying big big money for that and so by doing this we're able to help candidates learn how to present themselves better but at the same time we're gathering data which will then be used to build ai on the back end so that way we can create more of an automated process to greeting. but it's going to take time and a lot of a lot of answers. So Yeah,
0: that's very interesting, though, about the HR grading system you have there. So is that just for candidates to receive feedback or if someone gives a candidate feedback, is that available for employers to see as well so that they know kind of what they're dealing with?
1: Absolutely. So as long as the feedback is something that the candidate is comfortable in sharing with the employers, they can make that discoverable to the employer. So if the candidate gets maybe not the best grade, we don't want to make, we don't want to make them have to share that with, with the company. Um, but at the same time, we want to make sure that uh, candidates are getting this feedback so that way they can constantly improve. And as they're uploading more questions to the pl- or more answers to the platform, they can do better and better each time. So it almost becomes, you know, it takes us from just a marketplace to an actual learning environment as well.
0: Yeah, I like that. It leaves a lot of room for improvement for the candidates, um, which, again, is something I definitely haven't seen before anywhere else. So that sounds great. Um, And I suppose as of today, what are some of the challenges you're facing or where do you see the company going from from here on out?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, well, I could tell you from a, a challenge perspective, the challenge is always we're at that stage now where we have to start raising money. So, um, you know, so we can continually grow our marketing, um, uh, kind of campaigns. So that's, that's always a big thing because as, as a founder, as an entrepreneur, like you want to continuously build your platform and you want to kind of focus on the more, um, you know, the comp the customer side, right? Like you want to make sure that your, your users are happy. And that way that they, they continuous, you know, continue to add, content to your app and data to your app, and then you want to have, you know, your companies learn about this and you want to make sure that their experience is good. The last thing that you want to do as a founder is raise money because you're just, your time could be spent in other places. But so that's, that's the challenge really is, um, you know, continuing to grow and want to make this an amazing, amazing experience for all sides yet you have to raise money as a, as a founder and as CTO, as a CEO. So that's kind of what I'm, you know, always challenged with. So.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned you're currently just based out of Connecticut. So do you plan on expanding geographically into other States and, you know, at some stage you're planning on doing an international expansion or what are you thinking there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So in order to most effectively serve, um, These candidates that are joining our network, we want, we're starting again more regionalized. That's not to say that someone can't download the app, you know, across the pond, but um, they would have to enter their uh, country code when signing up and everything. But uh, for now, our companies are based out of the United States and they're based out of Connecticut and New York. So, pretty soon, I'd say within 24 months, we should be able to really start to build. Presence over overseas in Europe, and that's kind of the goal is like you know, probably January of 2025. So,
0: great, yeah, hopefully, one day I'll get to see it or maybe use it myself. That sounds great, but I have one last more kind of casual question for you. So, I suppose, do you have any advice for someone who might be looking to start a tech company, or what are some of the do's and don'ts you would recommend and also avoid?
1: Definitely, so do build a strong team. So, um, early stage interview, a lot of people talk to a lot of people. I've made the mistake of bringing on the wrong, um, team early. And what it does is it delays your expansion in later stages. So you have to be really, really hard on the people that you're going to work with and make sure that they, they're a fit from a variety of different perspectives. Like, do they have strengths in different areas that you're not strong in? Um, do they have expertise in areas that you don't have expertise in? Are their beliefs and opinions different than your own? Because, um, that often, oftentimes will open up your mind to seeing different sides. And so you want to make sure that you're doing that, that you're not surrounded by yes men, people that will just continuously just follow your, your lead all the time. You want to be shaken a bit. So that's my first bit of advice. And then, uh, also to test the market. So Um, I've spent, as I mentioned here today, I've spent a lot of money on other projects where um, I didn't really test the market first. And what I did was, you know, drain my pockets and I I basically paid to do a beta test, right? Um, What I would recommend is pick up the phone, call potential clients and say, hey, is this something that you would be interested in? And would you pay for it? Um, It's really easy to do. And I think it would save a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of money, early stage, and um, so just, just yeah, pick up the phones. Don't be afraid to talk about this project. A lot of times, early stage um, founders will be so nervous about their idea, their big idea getting stolen. Um, but at the end of the day, an idea is one thing, but actually building a successful company is entirely different thing. So, and most people don't have it in them. So, I would say talk to people about your idea.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And any don'ts, anything to avoid?
1: Well, um, let's see, don'ts. Well, I would say, um, don't think that you're going to hit it big the first time, right? Because I tell you with everything that I've done, it's taken a lot of failure first. So um, really you have to be able to, you got to get really good at getting back up and learning from your mistakes. So, Just don't think that it's going to be a hit, you know, and and if you do think it's going to be a hit, you're going to be very uh, quickly surprised um, by the fact that it's not going to be a hit. So so learn from your mistakes and don't be afraid to pivot and test the market prior to. And I think that'll really help people to early stage, make sure they're on the right foot moving forward.
0: Yeah. Resilience definitely seems to be one of those key traits of an entrepreneur. Um, But great. That's some. Great pieces of advice there. Thank you very much for that, Dan. It was lovely speaking to you and getting to know a little more about Flutter.
1: Great speaking with, with you, Holly. And, uh, you know, I look forward to talking to you again soon.